Welcome to Allendale Market Talk. This is Greg McBride and Mike Long. Mike, big week this week. We have the quarterly grain stocks and planted acreage report. Let's start with that, and then we'll see where uh, where things take us today. So we do have, on Wednesday when this is being released, the quarterly grain stocks and planted acreage report. Let's talk about the, uh, the estimates for acreage first, because that seems to be what everybody wants to talk about. Yeah, so as of right now, we got a lot of very diverse assumptions about what we're going to be seeing. You got the Farmers Business Network that's assuming a little bit lower acreage for beans, a little bit higher for corn, and then you go all the way out to, say, five, six million acres more for corn and two, three million acres more for beans. Uh, so very wide, much like we saw in the March Perspective Plans Report, very wide range of estimates and a lot of known about what's unknown right uh and and when you think about uh, what your what those estimates represent i mean those are massive swings in production for both corn and beans i mean you, let's just say you you add three million acres for for corn at you know roughly 180 bushels an acre which is trend yield you're talking about 540 million bushels added on to your production after you adjust for uh for ethanol you adjust for export demand um what's that give you roughly 350 to 400 maybe 450 million bushels on ending stocks that's a that's a big change when you're talking about 1350 or 1400 uh, uh 1.3 or 1.4 billion in uh, in ending stocks so and then the same thing on the on the beans if you're adding you know two million two million uh, acres you know at 50 bushels an acre i mean there's a hundred million bushels uh, obviously you will adjust for crush you will adjust for uh for export demand but that's that could have a big violent price swing on it now here's the other thing and this is something that n- generally does have more of an impact than say the acres do but quarterly grain stocks in corn are never a guarantee you know we we've seen years past and i think we talked about this back in march we've seen years past where the usda has gone back and made changes to previous years and we get a monster change uh, or a a massively wild correction that uh, nobody saw coming and it throws the market into a tizzy yeah, and we saw it just even last year where we went from the June to uh, September grain stocks report and dropped it from what we were expecting to see of a, I think it was a 2.2 or 2.3 billion bushel crop down to 1.9. So there is a lot of adjustments that can take place there. There's a lot of ways that can go about tweaking the numbers, whether it's the feeding residual category, whether it's the, like you said, a couple of years back and, oh, we found a warehouse or we're, we're missing a warehouse that magically disappeared or whatever it may be. But seeing those acres change, or not acres change, sorry, stocks change is going to be a big uh, implication. And it's really what we're expecting to see last time on the March report, but came in here and got the surprising acreage number which we weren't expecting that really got trade going so it'll be interesting to see if we do see acres that everyone's expecting uh if they're going to the places that we're expecting them to go to where those acres are being added whether it's north dakota texas illinois iowa wherever it may be and what we can expect for yield out of those areas 
And if they change much on the grain stocks, there's a lot of unknown, and we've seen a lot of big changes on USDA reports under the new administration that's uh, taken over there with the new economists. Uh, so it's been nothing less than interesting with the USDA big reports month to month. Yeah, and that's the that's what I was going to hit on next is, you know, if you look at what we've done since, say, the the May WASDE report or even just the June WASDE report, you've seen these big wide swings in the market. I mean, corn went from uh, December corn went from like six, roughly 640 down to five dollars, then almost all the way back to 640, then back down to near five dollars again. Uh, beans in the same time frame had a two dollar and forty two dollar and fifty cent range and you know we're getting days where you can't necessarily place exactly why we're doing what we're doing or at least the volume or the 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 volatility that we're seeing in in that that specific day doesn't necessarily uh, have to make sense but it does seem like we're seeing just ridiculous moves uh, from one day to the next and when you get a day like we had today here on on Tuesday ahead of that report where we trade both sides unchanged, I think corn finished uh, uh, up a penny or two, beans finished basically unchanged, wheat was down a few cents. It's like, well, this was really boring. But compared to coming out of the gates on Monday where you're up 40 cents in beans and you're up 20 or 30 cents in corn, it's like, well, what – what the heck is driving this? Um, there's a lot of stuff out there that uh, is going to move these markets, and, and sometimes it all hits at one time. So the amount of rain that we've seen over the last, uh, say, two weeks, where all of a sudden we went from extremely dry to, okay, we've got uh, ample moisture for now. We'll still need to see some in June or in July. But you also get uh, the other end of that spectrum where it's, you know, parts of Missouri or Illinois gets – somewhere in the neighborhood of 10 to 17 inches of rain and they've got uh, flood issues much like the delta has been dealing with for for the whole season so there's and then you get frost concerns in brazil who's already having a problem with their their corn production so it's just it's been wild the amount of different trade uh, um, the amount of things that the trade is is hooked up on right now and it's like you can't you can't just pick a direction. There's just not one solid direction to play with. Yeah, and the other side of that is it's also interesting to see what trade is grasping at. It seems like we are such in a need for some kind of information, something to jump on the back of and run along with after we've seen up until this point very good trending markets. Now you're seeing a very, very violent, volatile volatility that's just in here and chopping people up and going crazy you're seeing 20 cent moves like it's nothing mm -hmm. and we're in the grand scheme of things not going anywhere with these moves yeah. you have a potential outside month lower in the beans and you've moved this month more than you moved most of the previous years in beans for price mm -hmm. so it is interesting to see what the grasping to whether it is a south america story and them harvesting or sorry them getting frost while they're harvesting or us going from a drought to too much rain or which areas and just all the variables that are going into play here the biofuel waiver right. situation yeah yeah supreme court ruling last friday or was it friday or yeah, thursday it was friday yeah. friday that uh sent the 
bean oil market from 60 cents over to limit down in a matter of five seconds. It's just absolutely insane how much, how many variables are in play right now and how ready we are to move one way or the other, but not in a manner that we are firmly grasped on either the bullish or bear side. Well, and it seems like about the only thing that's been consistent is the funds. The funds have been consistently exiting little by little their, their long position in the corn uh, for, I think, about the last two months or so. Mm-hmm. And I, I believe, you know, maybe I'm wrong on this, but the, on the bean side of things, they've actually been slowly but surely exiting that position since it peaked in December. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they're, they're – they're not it's a ma- not a mass exodus they're not in danger of going short right now but they have slowly but surely backed their way out of this thing even at times where we're seeing massive swings higher uh, in these markets and one of the other kickers is that you see like a day yesterday where we were up i think we were up 30 or 40 cents in beans you were up 20 cents in in corn and you see a massive drop in open interest. Twenty over twenty thousand contracts drops out of out of both corn and beans yesterday. That doesn't seem logical. So that's something to be uh, to be concerned about. That if the people that are driving the market are either getting out of the market or they're changing their positioning to from long to neutral or long to short, that's something to be to be conscious of. And maybe it's the the time where you should be looking at defensive positions at this point. If you're going to grow a crop, if you know you're going to have a crop. Now, it's too early for most of us, but that's about the time when they do make these these big changes. And about the time that you realize you've got a crop, they've already killed the market. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And with how many people are exiting and just flat out exiting, it is something that is going to increase this volatility. You see the margins increase week after week, day after day, and you see resting orders just completely absent, which has opened the door completely for the amount of price movement we see day to day. And you are 100% right. This thing can get moving one way or another very quickly and a lot quicker than, say, a broker can get every single person on the phone. So having those plans in place beforehand is going to be huge and will continue to be huge this year. Well, and and the thing to to remember is, you know, we're dealing with a a whole different situation this year, too. We're working from profitable levels, and we've been at those profitable levels since, you know, well, since last, last fall, last winter. So you have these profitable levels, and as you go into the main production time frame for this for these crops what makes sense right now is it it's not going to hurt you if the price goes up unless you're over oversold uh, on the physical side of things but if it goes if it goes down that's where things can get crazy because we've seen this year in and year out and this this play, this plays to both sides this is not just on the on the bear side of things but these markets can go much further in either direction than anybody would would guess you know rich talks about um economic value and the problem with that is when the market gets tilted it's going to go much further than what economic value would 
uh, would indicate. And all you can do is just go along for the ride and, you know, hope that you've done what you need to do to protect yourself against adverse movements. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And between, it's just amazing thinking about last year and where we were sitting at. And it, we did get a massive jump, well, massive comparison uh, this time last year as soon as the July options went off the board. Yep. But just the absolute change in market time just market fundamentals where yep. we're sitting at price levels everything i mean over two dollars in in corn and what six eight dollars in in soybeans yeah <laughs> it's <laughs> it's amazing what a year can change and it's it's very easy to forget about where we just were but you are 100 percent correct it, knowing where your risk is whether you are sold to the gills and you need to cover your top side just in case you get the bio contracts or if you're undersold but you don't want to miss out on further upside potential, having something in place to lock in that profit is absolute key mm-hmm. because you don't know how long this is going to last. You don't know when we're going back to, say, $8 beans or wherever it is to a point that it's just a difficult time in farming for the fact of I just I'm, I'm not making any money or you get the feel I'm just a government worker at this point waiting for a paycheck and it's very depressive yeah well and we've already seen this uh, here this year when you have these higher prices regardless of whether your higher prices is 475 or five dollars for corn or seven dollars for corn or whatever it is on beans at uh, from ten dollars to fifteen sixteen dollars. The biggest thing to remember is that it doesn't matter where we finish. We could finish corn down at $4. The input changes that you've already seen are going to stick around as you move forward. Cash rent will go up this fall. And that's one of those, like, you have to, there's nothing that you can necessarily do to protect yourself against that. But that's the problem is that even though the cash price for corn goes down, all of the other inputs will probably stay firm for a while beyond that. And it could be a year, it could be two or three years uh, if we have these prices uh, even depressed uh, this fall. Right now, they're already setting those prices for uh, for the inputs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not the 08 to 2012 that was the hard one it was the 2013 2014 2015 where you still had those inputs that were still higher than what the board was giving you so that's that's definitely what to be watching for and what to be worried going forward and uh, while we have this next report still a day ahead of us you still have time to put in what you need to do what comes after it we still have weather to be watching out for we still will probably have a bunch of volatility and it's something to have as much information as possible going forward and something that our snapshot products where you have rich and you have steve really break it down week after week and before those reports are going to be huge in getting that information and getting the numbers and what the various outcomes could possibly mean so something that is available through allendale you can call zach at 800-262-7538 it's 9.99 a month no contracts you can cancel anytime and really with the amount of information being thrown out there huge for what you need and what you can get 
So if you guys have questions, please give us give us a call, 800-262-7538. But Tay for Allendale, this is Mike Lung, Greg McBride. You guys have a great one.